Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's get the small talk. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 101 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today... I'm going to share a story with you. At times, the story will sound so lovely that you will instantly assume that it is fictional. And other times it will be so dark, you wouldn't believe your ears. But I'm here to tell you in advance that no matter how it sounds, I want you to know that it is 100% real. After finally researching and learning this story, I wish it was told to me like the many other stories I was told in school, but it never happened. The older I get, the more I'm learning that my history is my responsibility to learn. It's a reason why multiple things were conveniently left out. Before I share this unforgettable story with you, first, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. You guys have been doing so, so please continue to do so. It has been helping out tremendously. And thank you. Thank you in advance. All right. Let's kick the show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one, score! Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. I want to give a special shout out to all the goal seekers and everyone out there that is grinding and striving. I have a special message for you today. Today, I want to expound on the word pride. See, here's the thing. Everybody knows what pride means, but everyone doesn't know how important it is. Once pride is mentioned, it's typically followed by a negative connotation. That's just the truth of the matter. Yes, pride can have some terrible side effects, but it can also have some pretty damn good ones too. So today, we're going to be focusing on the positive aspect of the word. I'm going to keep it short and sweet with you guys. Pride is the genesis of your work ethic. Pride is the genesis of your attitude. Pride is the genesis of how you carry yourself. By taking pride in being punctual, your friends, family, and job reap the benefits of you being on time. Is that not true? By you taking pride in doing your best at whatever you set your mind to generates a better outcome. Is that not true? By you taking pride 
and how you treat other people will not only set the tone, but it will also encourage others to do the same. Is that not true? Pride is not all bad. Don't let anyone fool you. Like anything else in this world, there are two sides to every coin. But once again, on the positive side, I am encouraging you to make sure that you take immense pride in yourself and everything that you do, because it will make a difference in your life. I guarantee you. All right. Okay. With that being said, let's get started with this story. I would like for you to close your eyes and let it play out in your mind, please. Let's go to Tulsa, Oklahoma in the year of 1921 to a neighborhood called Greenwood. Now, Greenwood was built in the early part of the 1900s. After a couple of decades, it became a thriving community of commerce and family life to about 10,000 residents. This neighborhood had more than 70 businesses, not seven, not 17, more than 70 and over 95% of them were owned by African-Americans. Could you believe it? Boy, boy, is that a sight to see. Come on. I want you to walk with me down the street. Once again, keep your eyes closed. On our left is a dentist's office. On the right is a law firm. Next door to that is an insurance company. And right across the street, is the Bell and Little Cafe, serving a delicious lunch special today, which consists of a Caesar steak tip wrap with a side of crispy sweet potato fries. Mmm, 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 mmm. That smells good. We might have to pop back inside a little later to get us a bite to eat, but let's keep walking for right now. You see ahead right over there? That's our theater. We do silent films inside and we do plays as well. Across the street from it is one of our newspaper companies, the Oklahoma Sun. And believe it or not, two buildings down is our other newspaper company. Come on, keep up with me. Let's keep walking. You see right here, you see this big old building? Well, this is our pristine hotel. It's one of the most popular hotels in America. People with beautiful brown skin like you and I come from all over the country to stay a night or two and have their mind blown away. It's surrounded by nine restaurants, so you can have your pick, a cigar shop and a lounge, and a few retail clothing stores. The hospital and the sheriff's office is just a block away. We can keep going, but we'll be walking for a minute. Like I said, there's over 70 businesses here alone in Greenwood. Come on, let's have a seat on the bench over here in the park, and I'll tell you some more. It's such a beautiful day out today, isn't it? You know, my grandpa always told me, you can't love the sunshine without appreciating the rain. Mm. Well, 
Look around you, as you can see, we've done pretty well for ourselves. After just being free from slavery a few decades ago, by the way, you have to come back for our Juneteenth parade. It is nothing but dancing, singing, and good eating all day. But as I was saying, we made the best of what we had with what we got. We're very strong, very resilient people, and we do stick together. Don't let anyone convince you otherwise, okay? Now, let me tell you how our lovely neighborhood was burned down to the ground, all in a matter of two days. Mm, You know, they can't stand to see us do good, especially not better than them. It all began on May 30th with two teenagers in an elevator. The story goes that Dick Rowland, a 19-year-old young African-American shoeshiner, bumped into Sarah Page, who was a 17-year-old Caucasian woman, as he got onto the elevator. Page screamed, ran out the elevator, and before you know it, the next day, Mr. Rowland was arrested and jailed in the Tulsa County Courthouse. By that afternoon, the Tulsa Tribune published a front-page news story with the headline, Nab Negro for Attacking Girl in Elevator. And with a headline like that, you can imagine what happened next. A lynch mob showed up at the courthouse wanting Dick to be released. Now, a group of African-American Tulsans from Greenwood offered to protect Mr. Rowland, but they were turned away. Now, as these men were leaving, a Caucasian man attempted to disarm an African-American veteran, and the gun went off in the scuffle. That clash, right there, started others in that day, on May 31st, 1921, marked the beginning of Greenwood's destruction. The white mob went to Greenwood and caused havoc. As you can imagine, many African-Americans fought back defending their families and their property, but they were greatly outnumbered. The mob shot African-American people in the street. Members of the mob looted homes. They stole money. They stole jewelry. They set fires house by house, burning down block by block. Oh, and let's not forget about the Caucasian pilots got in their airplanes, flew above the neighborhood, and dropped dynamite. The terror went on for two days. Two whole days. Nobody stopped it. There were no police. There were no sheriff. They were among the mob. They stopped when they were satisfied with their destruction. They wanted to see all of our glory be burned to the ground. All 35 blocks were burned. As many as 300 people were killed. Hundreds were injured. Eight to 10,000 people were left homeless. More than 1,500 homes burned, looted, 
and I don't even think you're ready for this part. About 6,000 people were detained in camps. Yes, we know America's history with putting people in camps. On the morning of June 2nd, 1921, plums of smoke hovered over the neighborhood. Ash coated the ground. And shortly after, the bodies that were killed, they were stacked and discarded in mass graves and also at the bottom of the river. The Tulsa Race Massacre erased years of African-American success. Greenwood was rebuilt and after a few decades, it thrived again until integration. Yeah, that's when it all collapsed for good. You know, integration is a very interesting topic because in my opinion, I don't think it panned out for us the way we envisioned it would. Till this day, let me let you in on a little secret. Just because we're tolerated doesn't mean that we will ever be accepted. There's a big difference between the two. And with that being said, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, Each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, and something for you to do, because you deserve to treat yourself. You do. So, grab a fork. It's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch is a PBS documentary called The Fire and the Forgotten. It talks all about the Tulsa Race Massacre. It talks all about Greenwood and Black Wall Street, as it was dubbed by Booker T. Washington himself. It goes into great detail from interviews with descendants of family members that actually experienced the massacre. So, I recommend that you check it out. The Fire and the Forgotten. Now for something to read. What I recommend that you read is a book called Red Summer. This book is very interesting because... It's from the perspective of the African-American soldiers that fought in World War I and how when they returned home, they no longer wanted to be treated as second-class citizens after fighting for this country. The author, Cameron McWhiter, goes into great detail about how millions of lives were disrupted and lost due to all of the Riots and lynchings that swept the country in cities such as Chicago, Washington, D.C., Charleston, Omaha, Knoxville. The list goes on and on. Some say it was the first stirrings of the civil rights movement that came about 40 years later. So check it out. It's called Red Summer by Cameron McWhitter. All right. Now for something to do. What I recommend that you do is do your own research. I want you to take a look into the Tulsa Race Massacre, the neighborhood of Greenwood, which was known as the Black Wall Street. Take a look into it. All right. Okay. 
Thank you so much for listening, and I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to one person in your phone so they can enjoy it as well. All right, let's pass this history around. Thank you so much. I deeply appreciate it. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. History is a symphony of echoes heard and unheard. Thank you.